I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listener's Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listener's Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. Hi everyone, the story you're about to hear is a very famous story. However, there was just one thing niggling us. The story treated animals as if they are working for us. I don't know about you guys, but we feel like animals are our friends. They don't owe us anything. However, it's an entertaining story and we wanted to do it for you anyway. In this episode, we have Josie, seven years old, from Maryland, and Samuel McCormick from Massachusetts. Thanks, guys. You're amazing. How the Camel Got His Hump Now, this is the tale of how the camel got his big hump. In the beginning of years, when the world was very new and the animals were just beginning to work with humans, there was a camel. And he lived in the middle of a howling desert because he did not want to work. And besides, he was a howler himself. So he ate sticks and thorns and tamarisks and milkweed and prickles and he was unbelievably lazy. When anybody spoke to him, all he said was just and no more. Presently, the horse came to him on Monday morning with a saddle on his back and a bit in his mouth and said, Camel! Oh, Camel! Come out and trot like the rest of us! <clears throat> said the camel. And the horse went away and told the man. Presently, the dog came to him with a stick in his mouth and said, Camel, oh Camel, come on, fetch and carry like the rest of us, said the camel. And the dog went away and told the man. Presently, the ox came to him with the yoke on his neck and said, Camel, oh Camel. Come plow like the rest of us, <sighs> said the camel, and the ox went away and told the man. At the end of the day, the man called the horse and the dog and the ox together and said, 303, I'm very sorry for you with the world so new and all, but that hump thing in the desert can't work. We would have been here by now. 
so I'm going to leave him alone. And you must work double time to make up for it. That made the three very angry, with the world so new and all. And they held a meeting on the edge of the desert. And the camel came, chewing on milkweed, with the lazy look in its eye, and laughed at them. Then he said, and went away again. Presently, there came along the genie in charge of all deserts, rolling in a cloud of dust. Genies always travel that way because it's magic. And he stopped to talk with the three. Genie of all deserts, said the horse. Is it right for anyone to be so lazy with the world so new? Certainly not, said the genie. Well, there's a thing in the middle of your howling desert, and he's a howler himself, with a long neck and long legs. And he hasn't done a stroke of work since Monday morning. He won't trot. Phew, said the genie, whistling. That's the camel for all the gold in Arabia. What does he say about it? He says, humph, said the dog, and he won't fetch and carry. Does he say anything else? Only humph, said the ox, and he won't plow. Very good, said the genie. I'll humph him if you will kindly wait a minute. The genie rolled himself up in his dust cloak and flew like a whirlwind across the desert. and found the lazy camel looking at his own reflection in a pool of water. My old friend, said the genie, what's this I hear of you doing no work? With the world so new and all, <sighs> said the camel. The genie sat down with his chin in his hand and began to think. While the camel looked at his own reflection in the pool of water. You've given the three extra work ever since Monday morning, said the genie, all on account of your extreme laziness. And he went on thinking with his chin in his hand. <coughs> said the camel. I shouldn't say that again if I were you said the genie. My dear friend, I want you to work. And the camel said, <laughs> again. But no sooner had he said it, than he saw his back that he was so proud of, puffing up and puffing up into a great big lolloping hump. Do you see that? Said the genie. That's your very own hump that you've brought upon your very own self by not working. Today is Thursday, and you've done no work since Monday, when the work began. Now you are going to work. How can I? Said the camel. With this hump on my back. That's made on purpose. All because you missed those three days. You will be able to work now for three days without eating. Because you 
can live on your hump. And don't you ever say, I never did anything for you. Come out of the desert and go to the three and behave. Humph yourself. And the camel humphed himself. <laughs> and went away to join the three. And from that day to this, the camel always wears a hump. We call it a hump now, not to hurt his feelings. But he has never yet caught up with the three days that he missed at the beginning of the world. And he has never yet learned how to behave. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.